Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I'm your host, John Ceno Evil here. Let's get right down to it, starting with AW Rampage. We have Jeff Cobb, Will Ospreay, and Kyle Fletcher of the United Empire defeated Chuck Taylor, Trent Beretta, and Rocky Romero of Chaos. Really fun opener here with Fletcher hitting Romero with the tombstone, followed by the hidden blade from Ospreay before he pinned Romero for the pen. Taya Valkyrie defeated Trish Adora in pretty quick fashion after hitting her curb stomp. We go to the Hardys backstage, who accepted a match against the Guns for Dynamite. And shout out to Jeff Hardy, who was wearing a Shad Gaspar t-shirt. Mark Briscoe, Papa Briscoe, and Aubrey Edwards defeated Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett, and Karen Jarrett. First AEW match for not only Aubrey, but for Karen Jarrett and Papa Briscoe as well. And it looks to be Aubrey's second match, as she had a match in an independent show back in 2019. Papa Briscoe had three prior matches in Ring of Honor, and Karen had wrestled a Sacrifice 2011, teaming up with Jeff to take on Kurt Angle and China. Aubrey pretty much wore her referee gear with the sleeves cut off. Jericho was on commentary criticizing Papa Briscoe for not hooking the leg when trying to pin Lethal. Pretty funny. Papa got some decent ring time in and was able to hit a couple moves. But Karen and Aubrey tagged in and started having a calf fight until they fought over the guitar. But Lethal stopped Aubrey from using it on Karen. As Paul Turner got distracted by Satinum Singh and Mark Briscoe in the apron, Aubrey took out Lethal with the guitar instead. Aubrey then blocked the stroke attempt from Karen and put on the figure four on Karen to make her submit. Taya Valkyrie and Chris Dallander had a segment backstage as Taya said Chris took her spot. So Chris put out a challenge for next week against Taya, which happened on Dynamite. Mark Henry was about to introduce the main event, but gets interrupted by Don Callis, who said Konosuke Takeshita is a top-level athlete and is better than Kenny Omega, El Santo, Pero Aguayo, and Ultimo Dragon, and called Takeshita El Hijo del Don Callis and the new god of pro wrestling. And we go to the main event as Konosuke Takeshita defeated Bandito. Takeshita came out to no music and they had an art painting of both Kalis and Takeshita as centaurs. Really good main event here. This and the opener are definitely the standouts on this show. But a wild back and forth match and at the end, Konosuke hit the power drive knee for the win. It has been reported that Bandito has suffered an injury because of this match. So hopefully he gets a speedy recovery. We go on to Impact Wrestling. On Before the Impact, Champagne Singh and Shira defeated Jack Price and Laredo Kid after Singh hit the Champagne Pop DDT on Price for the pen. Heath came out after and took out Singh and Shira with roster cuts. The main show starts with the Motor City Machine Guns, as Chris Saban talked about becoming nine-time X Division champion, while Alex Shelley finally became the Impact World Champion. Shelley talked about everyone he mentored to become world champions, like Okada, Jay White, the Young Bucks, Trey Miguel, Kushida, and Seth Rollins. But now it's his turn. They get interrupted by Nick Callis. I'm sorry, Nick Aldis, as he'll be challenging Shelley at Slammiversary. Aldis talked about how Shelley helped him become world champion as well. Trey Miguel then comes out, so they forget about him and where's his respect. Kenny King and Sheldon Jean come out. Saban proposes a six-man. Main event tag team match, but then Giselle Shaw comes out with Savannah Evans and Jade Fidel. Uh, they side with Trey, Miguel, and um, King and Jean, but then Trinity comes out to even out the sides. Deanna Peraza comes out, and Santino Millet makes a 10-person tag team match for tonight's main event. Quick promo from Steve Macklin where he's pissed that he lost a world title, and even though he's let, he's getting a rematch against Alex Shelley in Australia, he should still be world champion. We go to the design where Diener blamed Angels for them losing against all odds. Angel said that he left his old place where he was sick and tired of being bossed around from the Dark Order and told what to do. And he's been doing everything here that Diener has asked him to do and said that it was Diener's fault for losing. Khan then stopped him from arguing and said this is exactly what Sammy Callahan would want. And it's time to let Impact know that this is their territory. Rich Swan defeated Moose in a good back and forth match until Swan was able to roll up Moose out of nowhere for the pin. We get a promo from Heath who said that he'll let everybody here know who the hell he is. And Brian Myers stops Moose and tells him that they need to work together and go out to the Impact tag team titles. 
Bully Ray comes out and calls himself the victim for being attacked from Scott Demore and says that he feels uncomfortable in this workplace and he demands answers from the higher ups. Demore comes out and says that his actions against all odds were wrong, so Bully Ray tells him to repeat that he was right and that Demore was wrong. Demore then says that the board advises that he should take a leave of absence as president. Bully Ray tells Demore to get out of the building if that's the case, but Demore attacks Bully Ray. Steve Macklin runs out and attacks Demore. They start double teaming him and they're about to use chairs on him, but then PCO appears out of nowhere, no sells the chair shots, and takes out Macklin and Bully. And Demore says that before he took his leave of absence, he made one more match as president, and that is between himself and PCO to take on Bully Ray and Steve Macklin in a tag team match at Slammiversary. Bully and Macklin were backstage discussing plans on how to take out PCO, but Frankie Kazarian and Eddie Edwards get involved. But Bully threatens to take them both out. Kazarian asks Edwards why he came to his defense, and Edwards says that they should have they should work together and make peace. The ABC defeated Black Taurus and Crazy Steve with Decay pretty quickly about three minutes after hitting the Art of Finesse and the Fold on Steve as Ace Austin gets the pin. ABC then gets greeted by the Motor City Machine Guns backstage where they give each other respect and said that they're open to challenging each other for their titles at any time. Gia Miller was interviewing Bupinder Gujur about his upcoming diary special, but Dirty Dangle interrupts and asks why anyone would want to watch that and says that he should get his own documentary. Bupinder calls him a bitter asshole and walks off. Dangle says that he thought that the backstage interview girls were supposed to be hot, which left Gia Miller a little bit stunned. And in the main event, 10-person tag match here as Trinity, Deanna Perrazzo, the Motor City Machine Guns, and Nick Aldis defeated Giselle Shaw, Savannah Evans, Trey Miguel, Kenny King, and Sheldon Jean. Jay Vidal tried to get involved, but he gets taken out as Alex Shelley hits a shell shock on Sheldon Jean for the pen. And then Nick Aldis goes to give the world title to Shelley at the end, but ends up taking him out with it instead. We go to Ring of Honor and Honor Club as Samoa Joe defends the TV title against Matt Seidel. Nice old school tight promos before the match from both competitors to hype up the match. They mention that Joe is the third longest TV champion just behind Dragon Lee and Jay Lethal. This is Joe and Seidel's first ever one-on-one match. Good back and forth until Joe catches Seidel into the muscle buster for the pen. Nick Camarado defeated the debuting Damos, who comes out with Teal Piper, who's the daughter of Rowdy Roddy Piper. Damos is a local Florida wrestler, pretty big guy, even bigger than Camarado, with over 18 years of experience having appeared on AEW Dark in the past. Camarado was able to hit an Alabama slam and get the pen with his feet on the ropes. The Iron Savages defeated Tracy Williams and Rhett Titus. Jack Jameson does a pretty good job of hyping up the crowd with his intro for the Iron Savages, and Bronson gets the pen on Williams after being splashed off of Boulder's shoulders. Older shoulders. Diamante defeated Till Piper, making her Ring of Honor debut after appearing on AEW Dark in All Out 2019. Piper looked pretty good, but Diamante was able to put on a straight jacket, causing the referee to stop the match. Tony Nice defeated Serpentico. Nice cut a promo before the match and said that the varsity athletes could never get the fans' respect because they aren't fat, disgusting pieces of trash like them. Nice then started getting the crowd involved in a group exercise, which is pretty funny. He tried to get them to do squats and push ups, but Serpentico interrupted them. Serpentico pushed Nice a little bit in this match, but Nice was able to connect with the running knees for the pen. Dasha tries to get a word with Kira Hogan, but Athena comes out instead, dresses Kira Hogan, and starts twerking and making fun of her, saying period over and over until the real Kira comes out and attacks her. Miranda Alize defeated Notorious Mimi in quick fashion, hitting the drive by to get her first win here on Honor Club. The Righteous and Stu Grayson defeated Dalton Castle and the boys. The Righteous and Grayson hit this triple flat back like move um, on Brandon. Not Brandon from New Jersey, but Brandon from the boys as Grayson gets the pin for the win. We go backstage to the Dark Order who says that they aren't impressed with the Righteous and Grayson left them and a lot of people have left them in the past and they haven't done anything about it. Eva Uno asked Grayson if the Righteous would bleed for them and they'll just have to wait and see. We have a, a women's world title proven ground match as Athena defeated Trisha Dora. Pretty good match here, but Athena is able to hit the O-Face for the win. She kept attacking her until Kira Hoga runs out with a trash can lid that she took out Athena with. Kira then grabs a table from under the ring, but gets speared through it by Athena as she was trying to place it in the corner. They both seem to be getting knocked out cold from this match as well, and they both get helped to the back. 
Mark Briscoe defeated Anthony Henry after hitting the J-Driller. Tony Khan and Stokely Hathaway backstage announced that Athena and Kara Hogan will go at it in the Chicago Street fight for the Ring of Honor Women's title next week, as it was taped before the first episode of Collision. We go to a match that was taped alongside Dynamite from Colorado Springs, so we get commentary from Excalibur and Matt Menard for the following match, which is Daniel Garcia defeated the DKC in a pure rules match. We had Jerry Lynn, Christopher Daniels, and Dean Malenko as the judges. DKC making his Ring of Honor debut here. Good match here with Garcia putting on the Dragon Tamer to make DKC cement after Mock and Shibata's pose. Sky Blue defeated Viva Van easily after hitting the Skyfall in Van's Ring of Honor debut. And the main event for the six-man tag team championships, the mogul embassies Brian Cage and the Gates of Agony defeated Action Andretti, Darius Martin, and A.R. Fox. The babyfaces hung in there until the very end where Cage hit a gory special flatliner to Andretti for the pen. We go to MLW Fusion. Akira defeated Lindsay Dorado and Leo Rush in a triple threat match to win the World Middleweight Championship. Akira gets the pin on Dorado after hitting the death penalty. We get an update from Jacob Fatu, who says that next week he'll return and challenge John Hedigan for the National Openweight Championship. We see a video from the calling where they're resurrecting someone as we see it looks like Mandy Leon, so it looks like she'll possibly be joining the calling. Sam Adonis defeated Willie Mack. Adonis cut a promo on the crowd here in New York before the match, including pointing out some regular fans. Willie Mack comes out and gets on the ring announcer for introducing her from Compton, California, instead of South Central Los Angeles, but Adonis gets a pin after hitting a 450 splash. After the match, Mance Warner gets interviewed by Sam Laterna, but he gets attacked by Adonis and John Hennigan for stealing his moment. They bring him out to the ring and start attacking him with straps, tying him against the ropes as a strap match is made for next week. And shout out to Sam Laterna. She's actually quickly becoming one of my favorite backstage interviews. I feel like whenever she interviews somebody, she definitely gets like animated and gives nice facials to the um, the wrestlers as they uh, basically go through their promo. So shout out to Laterna. I've been watching her in MLW as well of House of Glory. We keep getting interviews with Ty Valkyrie backstage, but the audio keeps going off and she gets frustrated and says that's why she's leaving MLW for things like this. I guess that's her explanation to go to AEW because of the audio issues. And in the main event for the Women's World Featherweight Championship, Delmi Exo defeated Taya Valkyrie to become the second ever MLW Featherweight Champion. John Hennigan tried to get involved, but it's backfired as Taya takes him out and Delmi follows that with the Delmi driver for the pen. On Women of Wrestling Superheroes, the Tonga Twins defeated Holly Dead and Siren DeVuto Doll after they hit Siren with the Tonga Twist for the pin. Candy Crush defeated Gigi Gianni with a right hook Candy Crusher. Princess Aussie defeated Tormenta when Lopez's briefcase backfired as Aussie kicked in, in Tormenta's face, followed by the frog splash for the win. And the main event, the Mother Truckers defeated G.I. Jane and the Disciplinarian after they hit a stunner and Larry each for the double pin. Again, no episode of USA for NWA, but there was another episode of Power. This one taking place in Australia as part of the World is Vampire Tour. Um, so these matches are actually in Cryout Castle in Ballarat, Australia. And it featured talent from the Wrestling Alliance of Australia Wrestling. And these are the same shows where the Smashing Pumpkins were touring for. They just had wrestling matches as well. So the matches were the Southern Six, which is a new group consisting of Silas Mason and Alex Taylor. And I guess four other people. I'm not sure who they are. But they defeated Caveman, Ugg, and Jake Taylor. Alex Taylor gets the pin on Ugg after Mason hit him with the throw ride. Both Ugg and Jake Taylor have appeared in New Japan Pro Wrestling before as they're uh, part of the Tomashi shows that they did in Australia. Natalia Markova defeated Asia by disqualification when Kenzie Page ran in and attacked Markova. My first time seeing Asia, but she cut a promo before the match on how she came over to the States to train with the best. And she, looked, she looked pretty impressive in this match. She kind of reminded me of like a young AJ Lee. The match was good until Page runs in to cause a disqualification. Slex defeated Mercurio after hitting Execution. Slex has over 20 years of experience and was briefly signed to Ring of Honor in 2020 before the pandemic put a stop to those plans. And the main event for the World Junior Heavyweight Championship, Kerry Morton defeated Adam Brooks. Brooks, another one with over a dozen years of experience who has uh, wrestled a bunch in the states as well as mlw ring of honor amongst others morton gets the pin on almost 14 minutes after hitting the showstopper in a pretty good competitive mass 
On NXT Level Up, Electra Lopez and Lola Vice defeated Danny Palmer and Kalani Jordan. Great showing from Lopez and Vice as Lopez had a sit-out choke bomb on Jordan for the pen to give Lopez and Vice their first win as a tag team and Vice's first televised victory in general. Boa defeated Brayson Montana after hitting a back-legged round kick, Boa getting his first win since coming back from injury, and Montana making his return to Level Up with his first appearance since December of 2022 and sporting a little bit of a new look with his gear. Channing Lorenzo defeated Javier Bernal. Lorenzo was pretty dominant in this match, hitting a running knee drop for the win. On WWE Main Event, Natalia defeated Tegan Knox After cutting that promo on Raw about finding herself and changing it up a little bit, Natty was pretty much just back to her regular self here. So I'll chalk that up to being taped prior to Raw airing. So hope to see some sort of change soon, as it would be nice to freshen up Natalia's character a little bit. A bit of back and forth at the end until Natalia puts on a sharpshooter to make Knox submit. Apollo Crews defeated Riddick Moss. This is Moss's first Main Event match since 2020. Crews was able to hit his pop-up Samoan drop for the pen. And the only WWE Network edition of the week was WXW True Colors. That is it for me. This week, you guys can catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark.